mindset so they can look at life positively. And so when people think that I'm coming off as salesy or I'm trying to just take their money or you're charging way too much or whatnot, it's not because I'm just trying to, you know, just... Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Crater. Today, we are sitting down with the 24-year-old Jake Havron. This dude is doing some massive things in the fitness space, okay? Specifically, he trains um, entrepreneurs, business people who are traveling a lot. Um, he helps them get in shape and really just build their, their, their physique, their health, their businesses all at the same time. So he's got a very interesting story because again, he's 24 years old. He, he's very, um, I mean, early in, in the whole like grand scheme of things and the scheme of life. And he, his business has really blown up lately as he's really gone deep on, on online and online coaching, online training um, for, for his, his fitness business. So we're gonna talk about how he was able to, to really take his business to the next level. Um, it's it's got a lot to do with networking. It's got a lot to do with getting in the right rooms. It's got a lot to do with how he interacts with people. And he's going to break down all of these sort of aspects and show you how you can begin to communicate more effectively with people and use relationships to build your own business, build your personal brand um, all at the same time. So Jake's got a ton of value to bring. Um, and if you're somebody who, who feels like you're struggling getting into online business, selling digital products, um, Jake is really going to break down his journey, his experience, how he actually went from, um, he was actually signed and he got a full ride scholarship to, to a school to play basketball. Um, and, and he actually had planned on, on becoming a nurse out of school, but then he made this decision to sort of transition into entrepreneurship, had his back to the wall, um, and he's going to share his entire story and, and how that worked out. So without further ado, I'm super stoked to welcome Jake to Young Smart Money. So I'll guys sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the podcast with Jake Havron. All right, Jake, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Go, brother. I'm doing great. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to honestly be able to chat with you. I've seen your works, dude, and it's exciting to be on this podcast right now. <laughs> I appreciate that, Jake. I'm, I'm stoked to be sitting down with you, chatting it up. I know we got connected through uh, Brett Knudsen, who we had on the show probably close to about six months ago now, but um, y'all should definitely check out that episode if you haven't yet. Um, Brett's amazing. I know he's, he's one of your mentors as well. Um, and um, he's somebody who I've learned a lot from. So uh, for our listeners, though, who, who don't know who you are, um, because we, we got to hear a little bit about you in the intro to this episode, but for those of them that don't know who you are, what you're working on, give us a quick snapshot of sort of where you're at in time right now. Yeah, so basically, uh, my name is Jake Calderon. I'm only 24 years old right now. I uh, just moved to Southern California in Dana Point. I actually grew up in Maui, Hawaii, and I went to college getting my nursing degree. I played uh, collegiate basketball, got a full scholarship to play basketball. And I've always loved the health area. But you know what, outside of graduating college, I had a little paradigm shift to switch into instead of keeping people out of the, or getting people out of the hospital, I keep them out of the hospital. Hmm. And so now, you know, uh, we'll talk about my whole journey with that. But starting from in person training, you know, training time for money, now getting into the online training where now I'm trading service for money. I can be anywhere in the world and, and running my own business. So that's what I currently do right now. Sweet, man. I'm stoked to dive into that because I know that's that's what a lot of young entrepreneurs, a lot of the listeners here are interested in, how they can build that location independent business um, and, and stop sort of trading their time for money. So I want to start by sort of flashing back to your early upbringing, sort of like middle school, high school years. I know you mentioned you grew up in Hawaii, um, but but during that time period, what were you interested in? Were you always interested in health, um, or what did that what did that look like for you? Yeah, so for people that aren't watching, you know, the video or whatnot, so I'm six six now. Uh, I'm a trainer, so so a little bit on the you know more fit side. But to be honest, I share this because when I was growing up, especially in middle school, I was the chubby white kid, right? I was the chubby white kid, especially in Hawaii, where we're considered like they're called the Howleys, hmm. and like the local kids, like you would get picked on a lot. I got picked on. I played sports. You know, I love sports. I love that. But I just would not be confident in myself. And there's there this one switch where it was the, the summer of seventh grade where I joined this like, you know, basketball program, running, doing sweating, dying every single day. I was like, why am I not getting results? And I was like realizing it's because I go home and like eat a tub of like cookie dough, right? All these people that you don't realize and man, it was like cookie dough. But I, I lost a lot of weight that I was like, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm searching things up. Even back in seventh grade, wow. when I like dial up like AOL, I'm searching up 
um, you know, band workouts to do at home and, and, you know, P90X and all this stuff and what to eat. And, um, that's where I lost weight and I started to get more confident in my body. And what I realized is that not only do I perform better, but I was able to be uh, more confident around friends. Friends were acknowledging me and that's where it kind of led to like, Hey, like I could lead others and influence people just by the way I present myself. And so, yeah, so I grew up in Hawaii. Um, Played, played sports the whole time. I got into basketball in high school, really, you know, serious about that. That's what led me getting into a college scholarship. Yeah, talk to us about that. So, so were, you, were you always planning on going to college? Like, was that something that was pretty heavily enforced in your family? Yeah, you know, that's, that's something that I feel like a lot of people, you know, this day and age, I'm sure the, the, the younger folks, is probably a whole different entrepreneurship is blowing up. But back then, I mean, that's something that's too long ago. I graduated in 2013, I'm 24. Um, it was, yeah, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to make the whole pro route. You know, that's like every kid's dream. Yeah. Uh, but the tough thing was, you know what, like, even though I came from a pretty good background of family and such growing up in Hawaii and especially pursuing like big D one colleges and such, it was tough because Hawaii wasn't respected. Right. And I feel like a lot of people can relate with that where it's like, because of like maybe your background and you're not respected in a way you feel like you're not deserving, but you just have to go out and earn it even more. And that's what I had to do. I had to go out to different tournaments in the mainland, which is, you know, the continental U S I had to send out, I, like I would literally um, go through every single D one list. Like I'd search up D ones and there'd be thousands of them. And I'd go one by one. I would have an email I'd send to each coach personally and and put their name in and the, the the actual school name so it's personal took a lot of extra time but that was the stuff that got me connected with them granted i i ended up getting a full scholarship at a division two but that type of stuff is that most people don't realize you need to do to get the results especially when you want to make big things happen so um so i wanted to go to college i went to college got nursing my nursing degree you know which was a you know I wanted to be in the health and, and fitness and the exercise science, but my sister was a nurse. So actually she was telling me how that would be the better bet, you know, the more uh, safe approach, safe, yeah. safe, you know, good pay, you get a job right away. And I was like, all right, you know, I like it. But then I started to find out that, man, I don't want to work 16 hour shifts all night. I don't want to be working under other people. And by the time I got out of college, I was like, like, I don't know if this is the right fit. Like, I want to, like, pursue my passion. And so that's yeah. where, like, where I'm at right now. Sweet. So did you have any sort of, like, little, like, entrepreneurial, like, ventures here and there? Was it really not until you got out of college that you were like, let's, let's go out on my own and do something? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a little stuff here and there if I think about it. Uh, you know, back in college, obviously, it was just school and basketball. School and basketball. You know, a yeah. little, little partying here and there. I went to school in North Dakota. So I went from... <laughs> You know, that's where you just got to trust the process. I went from yeah. of Hawaii to North Dakota, which is not quite like an upgrade. Negative 40 degrees, like it kept me on track. That's the thing. When I look back, right? Hindsight is always 2020. I see that it kept me on track, kept me out of like getting too crazy and, and actually focused on what I should be doing. And so I'm grateful for that. But uh, yeah, so entrepreneurial things, man. I was like, you know, I was all into the supplements. So I'm selling supplements to friends. I'm buying it. I'm selling it for, you know, redistribution different things like that, making a little extra cash. Like, to be honest too, I wasn't, I, I mean, because I was on a full ride, I wasn't working, so I didn't have income. I was grateful my parents would help support me at that time, just enough, but that wasn't making me feel fulfilled in any way, right? And that's why I was like, I need to do something that makes me money so I can be financially free. And so, yeah. So was the first place you turned to, to personal training? So like helping other people like get fit or what was that first sort of venture you wanted to go down? Yeah. So basically getting out of college, um, I still wanted to pursue pro ball, right? This is, this is the thing I really, really okay. Yeah. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Send out videos, you know, I'm going to take a little break. And this is the thing that I want to really share though, is that if you're not literally the top of the top, if you're not the most gifted, whatever area you are, you got to work your butt off. Um, and cause no one's going to come, you know, find you, you have to go find them and improve yourself. Yeah. So I go out there and prove myself. I was starting to get into like bodybuilding shows, like, like uh, physique competitions. Cause I was like, oh, I love, I've always loved health and fitness. Like, let me make this a priority. Cause you can't do that when you're doing basketball year round. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so I got into that. And then right when I was getting a bodybuilding show, this, this Hawaii pro team was having this like exhibition game. They already had their team set. I wasn't on the team, but I was able to play against them to like kind of get them warmed up. 
And I was like, yeah, let's do this opportunity. So I flew over to the other island and just smoked their guys. Like, I think at one point I had like 32 points and like 15 rebounds against the guys that were 6'10". I'm only like 6'6". And the coach came up to me afterwards and was like, what the heck? Like, why didn't you try out or tell me that you're interested? And I was like, well, I didn't know you had a spot. And he's like, let's get you on the team. And I was like, holy crap. Like, wow. I was just taking opportunities and not being afraid and not being, you know, stepping down. Now I had this opportunity to play for a professional team. And, but as we go into that, lo and behold, not every door opens is the one that you should walk through. Um, two weeks before my contract to play with them, you know, I was going to get paid to play, travel the world, everything, all my dreams. Like, this is like what I've been doing the past four years in college. I was like, yes, like I wasn't the best college player, right? I was, I was, I was only the, the captain on the last year. Like I, there wasn't really anything significant. People didn't think I'd go anywhere. I was like, this is my opportunity. And, you know, two weeks before, like the whole program collapsed, like our coach dipped. I don't know what the heck happened. Like we had the whole island, like taking care of us. Like they had everything set up. And he just dipped. And so, like, people were just like, what the heck? And so that was, like, just devastating. Wow. That was that moment where I was like, this was my one opportunity. And I just lost everything. I can't play pro now. That was like, how am I going to go play for another team? I, I, like, my identity was almost lost, right? But the thing that I really want to share with that, and that's why I say once again, having hindsight and looking behind of why things happen, you can start to connect the dots. Because that door closed of me, you know what? maybe playing pro wasn't the best setup at that time, or I don't know what could happen in the future. I'm still hooping today, but that opened me to becoming a personal trainer. And that's what led into my entrepreneurial life where I'm living a life that I can't even imagine right now. So that's just, I mean, you just got to trust the process. I can say that. hundred <laughs> percent. So I want to, I want to touch on, on opportunities really quick because I mean, you, you took this opportunity where you like flew um, all the way over just to like play basketball to warm these guys up and I think a lot of people, I'm a firm believer that like opportunities are not rare. I think they come plenty frequently. I think we just don't either recognize them or take them. And so I want you to touch a little bit more on, on sort of how you, how you think about opportunities and, and what made you decide to, to go fly all the way out just to play, to warm these guys up. And like, what are, yeah, yeah. What are some other opportunities that you, that you've taken up? Yeah, that's an amazing question. And honestly, I agree with you. The opportunities are always there, but it's when preparation meets opportunity, that's when you get lucky or you get the right moment, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why doing stuff like that, like you need to know that if you want to stand out, because there's millions, if not billions other people trying to do the same thing as you, you need to do the things that other people aren't. And so flying over for a game, just one game, or actually it was two, but for like a like two days just for something just for fun not even knowing I could be playing professional basketball after that was an opportunity I took advantage of because you have to be optimistic and you have to know that you are certain you can make things happen right the opportunity of me basically leaving um becoming a nurse stepping in and becoming a personal trainer where now we'll get into how my whole life transformed from that was me being certain that I could chase my passions and find out some way or somehow I can make that into a reality because I had certain, like it was like 70,000 starting pay uh, for being a nurse, you know, guaranteed hours, guaranteed coverage, all that stuff. And when I stepped into, I was like, you know what? I want to train people. I want to like, I wanted to always be an online trainer. So I could be anywhere in the world, but I knew I just had to take a step somewhere. And that first step is, isn't even close to where you see yourself, but you have to take that step. Right. And that's where the opportunity comes where you have to just do that. And not every opportunity is going to lead the way you want it to. But when you keep taking those opportunities and you show that persistence, that's what happens. You know, for example, like I out of a whim just a couple weeks ago, just to give you an idea, I got the opportunity presented to go to my first Tony Robbins event where it was super last minute, super busy in my business right now. Never been to one right now. But because I was like, you know what? I know this is good. I know that I could make something happen there. Like, I don't know what to expect. I was like, all right, I'll buy that ticket with my, 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 my friend. We went there. Uh, it's actually my business partner. And because of that one opportunity I took, now I got connected. I was, I was sitting out, you know, there's 10,000 people in this. I'm sitting way back in the stands, nothing, no big ticket. Somehow, somewhere with connections and meeting the right people and just being certain who you are, I got a guest pass to go sit down in the front, right in the front row with what they call the platinums 
which are these people that are the top of the top, like the most wealthiest, but giving people, they're the ones paying $85,000 a year just to sit there at the events. And I'm now a guest with them. And now and for four days, I'm in an inner circle of all these, these people where I'm, we're sharing, we're helping, we're hugging, high-fiving. That's what like, you know, the stuff that Tony does, like literally breaking our mindset. But now I'm building rapport with these people that are multi-figure millionaires. I'm only 24 years old. And these are stem cell doctors. And these are people that run multi-eight-figure businesses. And because of that one opportunity, I was like, I want to go and just take advantage of that. So that's, that's my little spiel on just you got to always take the opportunity, especially as an entrepreneur. If you want to pursue your own life, and I'm just speaking on this because I'm still on my own journey. I'm only 24. You're doing amazing. You're at 20. But if you are listening to this right now and you want to have a life like this, it doesn't come from being fearful and being, and being in your little small circle. You have to take steps out and you might get punched. You might get you know, hit in the gut. You might be able to take some movements forward and move back but you got to keep being certain and keep going forward. That's when you break through and you get above the others. So mm. have you, have you always been like that or, or has it sort of developed for you that sort of willingness to, to break free of, of your comfort zone and to, to really put yourself out there? Is that something that you've had to work to develop? Yeah. That just, just like going back, like how was that, that chubby white kid growing up? I wasn't always people think that like, I'm like, Oh, genetically gifted, you know, the physique or whatnot. He was born that way. No, like, it, you earn it. And it's the same thing with just like this, this mindset. I, I had to build it. Right. Um, I was listening to podcast when I started my entrepreneurship, listening to podcasts every day, reading books when I, I hated reading books. Right. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still getting better at it. I'm going to be real. Like I'm not the best at reading books. I love, I'd rather listen, but I was even in college when I was playing college basketball, I wasn't the leader of the team. Right. I was, I wasn't able to get my message across because I, I just wasn't so certain in myself. But that doesn't let me define, that doesn't define me on who I could be today, where I'm now a leader of employees that work for me, where I'm now a leader of all these clients that lives are getting transformed because they're working with me and I'm helping them with their business and growing their business. When I barely before could even lead a teammate to do extra running or push harder, right? So you need to understand that, um, you know what, just wherever you stand today, like don't let that define you. What defines you is what you're doing every single day because every single day is a new day. And you can move that success needle more and more every time you put in the right things that get you there. Absolutely. So you mentioned taking that first step and, and really looking at, okay, am I going to go down this nursing route? Am I going to go um, do, do my own thing with, with personal training, eventually becoming an online trainer? What got you to take that first step? And what did that first step look like? Like what was, what was the first sort of iteration of, of, you, of you doing your own thing? Yeah. So it all started up here when I was like thinking in my head, I was like, okay, I want to be fit, but there's no way possible when I'm working 16 hour shifts overnight and I'm going to sleep all day and then go to a shift. I was like, okay, that, that just doesn't work with my, yeah. my, and I was like, all right, we need to fix that. I was like, do I need to be a traveling nurse or whatnot? So I was trying to balance traveling nurse with like maybe doing online training, but then I just went full in. I was like, all right. So I, I actually took my step of taking care of myself. That's where I was like, I want to compete. I want to do a bodybuilding competition. And I'm so then what my actual first step now that I think about it is I only had one Instagram profile and that was just like my, you know, basic profile. But I was like, you know what? I want to make one specific for fitness. Even though I've been posting fitness stuff, I noticed people weren't engaging on that as much because they weren't there for that. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to make a dedicated page that, you know, what? it had a hundred followers at that time. And I'm just going to post dedicated stuff because anyone that comes here wants to follow my story. If they don't, then they know it's fitness and, and, and success and they don't need to be there. So that was my first step. And I was just being consistent. And to be honest, and I just share this and I know this is a little off topic, but you are going to start from scratch no matter where you start. You're not, no matter if it's in the fitness game, no matter if it's in your own body or health or social media, my, my posts like, and I feel like a lot of people, and you can probably relate with this, were so bad back then, even though they were still good at that time, it's not, not they're not going to be perfect, right? What comes from, what makes perfection or gets you close to it is that consistent, repetitive nature that where you're redefining how to make posts, you're redefining how to make better pictures, you're understanding your audience as they come in, what do they, um, you know, through the, I have like 600 posts now, you know, compared to people that have a couple thousands, I'm understanding which posts do better. Do they love seeing my, my face more? Do they love seeing like the workout shots without, without a shirt? Do they love hearing more motivational speaking? It's that constant refining process that it all started from that one step of just making that account 
that allowed me to get to the point now today where I'm impacting, you know, tens of thousands of people and actually inspiring them. Because if I had those tens of thousands of people now, but I just started, you know, making those posts like yesterday, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to impact them. They wouldn't like resonate with me. They'd probably leave me because I wouldn't have been refined. So it's a building process. It's not when you get the followers, it's when the followers find you because you've been given the results. So that yeah. was my a hundred percent, man. And like your, your first stuff is always going to be your worst stuff. And like my, my first podcast, man, I'll like go back and like, look at those from time to time and listen to them because they're just, they're so, they're so bad. And I'm like, wow, you really, it, it's just, it's such a progression that, that, that people go through, but people are so afraid to take the first step. And, and a lot of people are like, well, I've wanted to start a podcast for months, but I just haven't felt really ready for it. Or, or I've wanted to like do my own thing for, for all this time, but I, I just never felt ready. And, and the thing is like, you're never going to be a hundred percent ready. It's never going to be the perfect time, the perfect opportunity, the perfect circumstances, but yeah. it's just about, yeah, like you said, man, putting stuff out there and, and iterating over time and, and seeing like, okay, they liked this. They didn't like this. I should do more of this. Maybe I'll try some of this as well. And it's just that experimentation and getting better and evolving over time is, is, is really, really important. Exactly. And that, that's what they say is like, you know, it's kind of a funny question, but it's like, when is now the best time to take action now? And then you're like, you know, it's just, it's, it's now, you know, there's never a better time because there never is a perfect time, like you said. And so when you ask that, especially when someone's like kind of questioning if they want to change their life with me, get trained or, you know, they see the results and they know exactly what they're getting, but they're like, I don't know if this is the best time. They start getting excuses. I'm like, like, weren't you making those excuses three months ago? Weren't you saying you were, like you said, start that podcast when this happened or when I don't have these burdens anymore, or when I start making money and get a job, what happens is more and more stuff adds on, right? Mm -hmm. There's a perfect time. So that's why we take that action. I'm so grateful that I did that. And I want to be able to inspire the people listening and watching right now that, you know what, I'm only here right now because of that one action step. So. 100%. So, so you start this Instagram page, you start posting, you start sort of building a following. When, when does that transition into making money? Like what was the first sort of way that you tried to, to monetize that attention you were gathering? Yeah. So it, it takes a long time. And the thing nowadays is everyone tries to do Instagram for yeah. They all, yeah. you know, I see people with a couple hundred followers are saying they're a public figure. I see a, a few hundred people that say that, you know, they're a, you know, or hundred followers that say they, you know, have this successful business or whatnot, which followers don't mean money. I just want to make it real clear. And I found this out not too long ago that there's a lot of people, especially because I've followed a lot of fitness people to learn from them, how they're doing things. But then I, but when I got into actual mentorship investment, I was like, wow, like, you know, at the time when I had just a couple thousand followers, I could make more money than these people with multi-million followers because it's all about how you monetize. Yeah. And so it took a long time though. You know, it was just all that consistency because you're building trust with people that stay with you long time. Like maybe they're the friends, they're the family, they're the people that kind of find you like, wow, this guy's inspiring. And over time, you're just every day planting a seed in their head, planting a seed. And one day when you drop that, that, that little catch of whatever you're offering, hey, you know, I started off where I was doing like, I, would, I didn't know, I had no idea of entrepreneurship at that time. I was in-person training, but I was like, I need to get online. I see people doing these fitness challenges and I was like, all right, I'm going to do a new year's 28 day challenge. It's going to be $7. I don't even want money. I just want results. Cause I, this was like, even like a thing that I was thinking of. I was like, I don't need to make money off this. I want to get results so I could prove what I can do and get real people, real results. And then I could start leveraging that into bigger packages. Then that led into like a, a six week, um, summer body challenge where it was, uh, $99. What, right. And, but because I could use, uh, uh, transformations from that little 20 day, eight day challenge, it was able to show more leverage and bring more authenticity. And I had more people signing up. But the thing was, is that over time, like that stuff didn't work. And that's where I got into mentorship and now have a whole became full-time online where I'm not doing little challenges. I'm working with people that are, that are very, um, invested in me so I can be invested in them. This is my full-time job. And I tell people that if you're doing a $28 challenge, then you're going to be tossing that in the back because you'll be like making an excuse because your excuses are worth a lot more than $28. But when you're really investing in, just like how when you get a coach, you get a mentor, anyone that's like where your energy goes, your focus flows, right? That's when you're like, okay, this is it. And that's what causes real results. But until people don't understand that idea of investment, they're just going to be stuck in that cycle. So a hundred percent. And like, there's, there's this, there's this saying that goes around a lot of people who pay, pay attention. And 
I, I just find that to be so true because th there was a time where I was doing like, I had this group of people, okay, and some people had paid to be in the group and some people I brought in the group for free. And it was kind of just an experiment to like see what would happen because I was like mentoring these people, doing some group coaching. And it was crazy because the guys who had paid to be there got so many more results. Even it wasn't that much money. It, it really wasn't significant at all. But like the guys who paid really like gave it their all, were really invested and got the results. And the guys that didn't pay didn't really pay attention. They were kind of just there. They showed up once in a while, but like they weren't invested in it. So I, I think that's really a, a really important thing to hit on. And I, I, I know because uh, like a year, year and a half ago, two years ago, I, I would hear people say that. And I totally just thought they were blowing smoke. I was like, they're trying to sell me their program. Like, this is stupid. Like <laughs> they're just, they're just saying that because they want my like 997 or whatever. But like, it, it's so, I mean, it's so true. And I'm sure, I mean, have you had experiences like that as well? That's a great point. You you literally left it off in the right point. Is that I used to think that too. I was like, these people are just saying that for they want my money. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> and granted, there are businesses that don't deliver to what they tell you they're gonna. Oh get, yes. Right. But as you entrepreneurs listening right now, you're first off to say the same thing where I would give people the best setup. Say for example, like I gave them one person a. a you know, program where they paid for it, invested greatly into it, they're getting results because that's where the energy goes, right? You have a lot of emotion tied to your money. You've worked days and days of hard labor to make that money. Now you're putting that to something, your emotion and your energy is going to go there, right? Emotion means that it has to have motion to cause it. But what happens is when your money doesn't go there, then you're like, oh, my emotions are going to other worries and all that. And yes, that's nice. And that's literally the thing I need. Well, my energy is not going there. So I've had that same experience. I give them meal plans, workout plans, everything that got other people results, but if they didn't invest in it, they don't get results. But going back to that is when you start to, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, uh, whatever your business is listening in here, whatever you want to pursue, you just need to know with absolute certainty because it's very tough to sell people in the beginning. If you're not a salesman, which no one ever comes out as a natural salesman, no. It's so hard to be able to have that break that limiting belief that you're taking someone's money. But if you can give them the results and what you promise, then it's a disservice if you don't sell to them, if you don't promote what you're doing, especially, and I can relate and resonate with this, I people's lives for a living. Like that's the most blessed thing I could ever even ask for. Like people get their dream bodies they want. They finally make the money they want in their business. They finally can live with freedom and, and fix their mindset so they can look at life positively. And so when people think that I'm coming off as salesy or I'm trying to just take their money or you're charging way too much or whatnot, it's not because I'm just trying to, you know, just scam you. I'm not, that's not the case, but it's because I understand how the, the psychology of the human works. And if you're not highly invested, you're not going to get highly invested results and significant results. And I understand that if, uh, if I'm not being able to become financially free myself, then unfortunately because of society, I would have to go work a nine to five job just to pay my bills, which means I give you less service. So that would be the type of trainer you pay a hundred bucks a month for, which is like where that trainer is first of all struggling or that coach is struggling to even make month to month. So they're working another job, now they're coming home at like 6 p.m. exhausted. Now they're like, oh, I got to check in with my clients. And no, that doesn't work. I do this full time and that's why people get full results. So when you're listening to this, be like, you know what? Whatever my passion is, whatever, I, if I could bring absolute certainty and absolute results, no matter what field it is, I should not be ashamed of being able to sell that and sell it for a price that you're worth, not what you think that they think you're worth, right? It's all about the value of what you sell it at. So they're... Prices, money is just the perception of, of, you know, the, of what people think it is, right? To you, let me give you a quick example. I tell people this is sometimes a objection when I try to sell someone. I'm like, look, I'm trying to sell you a full-on coaching program for, let's say, uh, $3,000, mm -hmm. okay? Hold on, you're going to change your life. I'm going to help you. You're going to change your body. You're going to get this. I'm going to help you grow your business, everything like that. They might, because it's not it's not tangible in, in their short focus. They might just shut it off. Even though I guarantee and I use past testimonies and whatnot, but because of the perception of tangible, I'd be like, Hey, if I had a 2019 Ferrari right in front of you for $3,000, or if they use the excuse, I don't have enough money, you know, they're not being resourceful, but I put a 2019 Ferrari right in front of them. 
they will find every damn penny. They will go ask their mom, their dad, their friend, and all that to get that Ferrari because it's all about their perception of how much that is worth. Does that make sense? Yep. So that's what I want the listeners to know is that, you know what? You just need to sell the dream big enough where with whatever your package you're selling or whatever you're offering, like literally just, just let them know that you can be the, the, the game changer in their life. Straight up. And I mean, I'm a firm believer that that like anything that I'm going to sell to anyone, it has to be, it has to be worth like, I mean, it has to be worth more than what I'm selling it for, for me to, to be able to sell it. Cause if, if I'm selling this, 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 whatever that's worth a hundred dollars and I'm trying to sell it for nine ninety seven, um, I'm not going to be able to do that because I know that it's not worth that. So, so I'm not going to be able to, to show anyone else that it is worth that. So it, it's important as well to, yeah, know, know the value of what you're providing because yeah. a lot of times, we, we get in our own sort of like spheres, like, like you're in fitness, I'm in podcasting, and we just sort of get so absorbed in our own thing that we forget how valuable our skills can be to other people that don't have them. Because to, to the outside world, to the beginning podcaster, like they can learn a lot from me and the things that, that I know having done this for over a year and a half. And same thing with a beginner to fitness coming to you, they can learn so much from you. But since we're so like deep in our own thing, it can be tough to, to recognize that and really see the value in what we're providing. So yeah. I think it's- yeah, a, I add something into that real yeah. quick. So this is even for my case until I started working with actually building businesses. I was just train, transforming bodies. And if you're working in a business where you're not having a person pay, you know, X amount of money and they get Y amount of money back. So they can't see that tangible. You have to realize and start thinking in their head in a way that makes them feel more confident. Like, Hey, you know what? Even though I'm getting this service from this person and I'm paying a thousand bucks to say that I'm not getting a thousand bucks directly back. Cause they're not building my business. They might help with other things, but you need to start telling them how that thousand dollar investment will increase their wealth and their finances because of whatever you do, whether it's, you know what, um, say for example, I'm just transforming lives with the, with the body or I'm transforming your body. Hey, when you increase, when you lose your body fat and you get more confident, you're going to be out there and you're going to be more energetic with work, right? When you get a better uh, body self image, I only say this from experience, not just to flatter you, but you're going to have more like-minded people respect you and maybe have a promotion. You might have this. I've seen it all the time. So now you're making them think like, even though I'm not getting a thousand dollars back, I am getting all these other opportunities that I never even thought about because people are so kind of like limited in their own limiting beliefs. So the, the quicker you can open that up uh, with whatever business or service you offer and be like, Hey, even though I can't do this, I could, you know, grow your social engagement or, or if you get on my podcast, whatnot, I'm going to expose you so you can share your story and be able to have these people that maybe like find that resonate that and you could get some clients, things like that, you know? So, that's where you really want, that's how you get better sales and how you get more uh, lucrative clients, I would say. Straight up. So, so Jake, I'm curious because a while back, maybe like 10, 15 minutes ago, you mentioned this first product that you sold um, through social media, this like $7, whatever, like 28 day New Year's challenge. I'm curious because I know a lot of our listeners are in this place where maybe they're getting interested in info products or starting in selling some kind of digital products. Can you, can you tell us like, how did that, how did that go? Like, like, was that a success? Was that a flop? What did you learn from it? Cause I'm sure you, you definitely learned a lot from this first sort of digital product experience. So, so I'm curious for, for you to share that with the listeners. Yeah. So, um, basically when I did that, so I was in person training, so I had tangible income. I had to still hustle for that. I was the start of my entrepreneurship. I was like, with this tangible income, I need to start dabbling in the online, right? So mm -hmm. I had a little bit of, um, you know, financial security, I'm very grateful that I was able to be back in Maui, you know, with the house that I grew up in. So I was able to really build. I was like, I don't want to be here long. That's why I live here in California now and, and on my own and successful. But I had to make sure that I was financially stable enough so I could dabble in the risky areas, which was the online training, because I didn't wasn't making sufficient income yet. Yeah. Right. So for people that maybe are working a nine to five job right now or getting in college and working like, you know, uh, four hour shifts will not keep that going because that's going to bring that money in just to support you while you can start pursuing your dreams. And so while I was doing that, you know, start off with the $28 plans. Um, it was, it was the fact of trying to make that into an income based thing, but it was more like I mentioned is to, to prove credibility and that I could bring results because everyone is doing everything nowadays. Fitness is the worst. Fitness is <laughs> that you see every single ad, 
person, every this, like people that are out of shape looking say they're qualified trainers and and that you know click this link to 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 sign up for my program. It's like everyone's trying to do it, and so that's where you got to stand out, you know. And especially nowadays, everyone's trying to be an entrepreneur. So the thing that makes you stand out is is customer delivery, being being real with your people and not trying to hide stuff. Like the more the more that you're like them nowadays the more they're gonna relate with you. We're, we're past the stage of you trying to be the idle figure, right? Yeah. Everyone on Instagram tries to propose this, this idea of perfect living that a lot of the us, even me included, like we're sick of that. Like I'm like, I, I connect with clients and people that are just following me that become clients because I'm real with them and I, I, I tell them straight up like, look, you're not gonna get results by you just keep following. And just seeing this stuff, like I could give you all the workouts and I could post this, but you're not getting results. But I also share my my losses and and my struggles and my 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 deepest darkest fears because now they're relating, even though they're not even connected to me. So, anyway, so that's where I was starting to build that that trust, that that um, ability to make something tangible. And what I say is, you just gotta you just gotta keep persisting. You gotta you know what the the first like I thought that was gonna be the fix. I was like I'm just gonna get a tens of thousands of followers. I'm going to have thousand people sign up uh, for my challenge. I'm going to make so much money and all that stuff. And you know what? First off, I was killing myself. I was trading time for money and it was minimal. I was just, it was, it was exhausting, but I learned from that. And then that way, that's what allowed me to be like, Hey, this is not the answer. And I know that that, that path isn't the right way to go. So now I found a new path and that's where I, you know, from an opportunity of, I'm in Maui and I've never been to an, an event before. And I went to the Lewis house summit of greatness event. Cause I listened to him every day in podcasts. It's like, I need to go to an event like this because I don't know what to expect. I've never been there. And that's where I found um, my mentor that turned me into a full-time online trainer within just a few months. And I quit my in-person training job and I became an online trainer because of that one opportunity. So you got to take opportunities. <laughs> Hundred percent, man, and and in person events, I'm always shocked at, at the amount of amazing people I meet. Because it's like you go to these events with thousands of people, and you're like, well, what are the odds that I'm actually going to run into someone who's who's gonna who's gonna be like what I need right now? And and I I've just found that like time and time again, like I'll go to an event, and it'll just be crazy the type of people that I'll meet, and and the connections that I'll make. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I met Brett at the ClickFunnels event in January, and he introduced us, and he's introduced me to so many people, to be honest. Um, that guy's a very well-connected individual. Now um, here, here we are today because of him, right? That's, exactly. That's and going to that event, man, it, it never, it never would have happened had I not gone to that event. And, and it's just, yeah, it's, it, it's really, it's really powerful to, to actually go to these events and, and meet people in person. Cause there's, there's, there's a very different, um, sort of dynamic that exists when you, when you're talking to someone in person versus even when you're talking to someone through, through like zoom or, or like video conferencing, like there's, there's a whole, there's a whole nother dynamic and you can really connect with people because everyone at the event knows that everyone else paid to be in this room right now. They all know that these people are willing to invest in themselves, their businesses, whatever. And so you're just in this environment of, of people who are all, who are all on the same mission. They're all like willing to, to take those next steps. That is, that's a very powerful point you made there because you need to be around like-minded people if you want to get real success, right? You being around friends that don't understand investment, self-development, entrepreneurship, they're not going to be the ones supporting you when you're hustling and, and they want to go out and you're trying to work and build a business because they, they don't understand that. It's not their total fault. They no. might not fell in the right path, but you need to be around people. And I will tell you, and I've learned this so so powerful. I just was at the business mastery event, which is Tony Robbins, um, very prestigious event in Vegas last week. And the general admission to get in this event, just to sit in the back is $10,000. Right. And because, but because I took that opportunity now connecting the dots of going to the unleash the power within, which is the one where I stood up, sat up, sat up in the stands, got to be a guest pass. I was able to get a guest pass to go sit in the front with all those people that are that are like they're called the platinum lions. There was only forty of them in the. Everyone wants to be a platinum lion, but those are Tony's closest circle. They you know go to his house and all that. I'm sitting right next to them, and I only got my ticket for four thousand dollars. And I was able to for five days build rapport, connect, expand, be around these people that obviously understand health and health and wellness. And now they're talking to me about them being their trainer, but also like collaborating because they understand. Hey, like there's a bigger purpose than just trying to get our own, 
And so proximity is power. So no matter where you are right now, even if you're still in college, find other like-minded people and literally just start collaborating with them and connecting with them. Find little groups or events, or if you can go to events, try to afford one. That would be, if you're an aspiring young entrepreneur and maybe you don't have everything set up, but there's someone that sees passion and vision in you, that could be a game changer where someone starts to work with you and mentor you or, or invest into your dreams so that could become a rally. But that will not happen if you just stay like in your room, you're staying around those party friends that are just wanting to play video games and, and drink, right? You have fun. You could you could play video games and all that, but that type of stuff doesn't come from that. That's where that's the after effect. That's the supplemental stuff, you know? Yeah. So, so Jake, it's very apparent that you are, are an effective, I mean, networker. I mean, you go to these events, you're, you're able to meet people and, and make your way to like the front of the crowd. So do you have any strategies, advice other than, yeah, like going to events, showing up, putting yourself in those right rooms, but once you're in the right room, how do you personally navigate that connect with people? Yeah. Great, great question, brother. Cause if you're listening and you're trying to take notes or you're just kind of in the car, we're not. This will be the number one thing that you need to take that's going to change your life and it's changed my life. Too many people in this world want to be the hero in their own story and not the guide in others. Yeah. Everyone's trying to be a hero. So if you're trying to be like, look at me, look at me, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. People are like, cool, but it goes right over their head because they're trying to be the hero in their own story. So what you need to do is you need to provide massive value and massive action to someone and you're actually listening to them. Because what happens is when you meet someone new, especially if you're new at this, you're so worried about what you're going to say. You forget what they even say. So you can't have a conversation because you're trying to still figure, figure out how to say your name and, and what you do and all that stuff. And yes, it's okay to like introduce yourself to they ask you who you are, but bring it right back on them because that's what's going to be no matter if you're 18 years old. I'm 24 right now. And yes, I have a pretty good business, but I'm out here building real connections with these multimillionaire 40, 50 year old people, not because I'm wealthy and I could provide value to them and their standpoint, but I find new ways to provide value. I can provide, you know, really like close camaraderie. I could find how I could make their lives better by obviously, you know, making them more healthy and fit easy. So what I could say is take away from this is every, every event, every collaboration you go to, Listen to that person's story and while you're listening, you got to think because you can't just like, you know, not have any thinking process. Think about how can I better serve this person and think of ways that might be something new and innovative. So if you work in the social media game or the, um, the marketing or whatever, and this person has a business, I mean, anyone can use marketing. Try to think of an innovative way that can be like, oh, okay, like John, like that's amazing. Like, you know, like that, I never thought of that. And that's where they want to connect with you longer than just that little five minute conversation. And that's how you build rapport. You might not get anything out of it the first time. You not, might not get anything about the second or third, but it's that long-term effect where one day they're going to hit you up and be like, Hey, either I'm going to refer someone to you or I need you on my business. And that's how you make massive action in other people's lives Straight and, change, up. and change your own life at the same time. Jake, have you read the book building a story brand by Donald Miller? Dude, that's the book that I was gifted at the Business Mastery. I haven't read it. Literally, I was re I'm finishing up another book. But that's it's so funny because I was serving massive action to um, this guy that was visiting from Australia, really successful businessman. And I was just, hey, you know what? Like, you're a traveling man. I train traveling entrepreneurs. We make your life easier doing this, giving them value, value, value. And he was like, he's like, hey, man, like, you know, let, we'll get connected. Obviously, he's interested in my, my program. Not because I'm like, hey, this is what I do. Like, I'm, I got all these results. And I was like, no, this is how we make your life easier. Well, now he's interested. And he gave me that book. He was like, hey, I want you to have this book. And it was that exact book. And I was like, because that, that, that guy spoke at the event. And he was, I was like, dude, is this your like, like book? Like, this is yours. He's like, no, I got a couple of them. Like, I feel like you could really need this. And that's, ex that's, that's crazy that you brought that up. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you're very much on the same wavelength as far as like a lot of the stuff that he talks about in that book of, of making other people the hero and you being the guide. So, so yeah, I think that'd be a good read for you. So I'm stoked for when you start that one. <laughs> Sweet, man. Well, Jake, you've been providing a ton of value so far, man. I'm so grateful for that. I've got some questions now that I like to ask all of my guests. So are you feeling ready for those? Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first of which is what is something that genuinely has you excited right now? Something generally has me excited is that I'm currently at a point where I'm 24 years in my life and I'm living a life I couldn't even imagine. I thought this is something that comes up when you're in your 30s, 40s, right? You get that 
picture painted, like, because that's the old term ways. But because I took massive action and I chased my dreams, there was a lot of times where I thought it was not possible and it wasn't possible. But I kept pushing because I had this internal belief that it could be real. And now I'm financially free. I'm impacting people's lives more than I could even imagine. And I'm living a lifestyle that's just the beginning of how I want to. And that makes me genuinely like happy, excited, and even more fire to my, my business to, to grow and expand. So that's good stuff to be excited about, man. Jake, do you have any um, habits, routines, things that you do on a regular basis, either in your lifestyle or your business that have served you particularly well? A lot of habits, man. Oh, a lot yeah? of, and I mean, I'll keep it simple for you. Okay, um, okay. The people listening, uh, if you can control, and you, and you guys might have heard this before, but it's so true. If you can control the beginning of your day and the end of your day, which are the bookends of your craziness in life, <laughs> even though you can partly control it, if you can control this, then you can start controlling the outcome of your life. If you can wake up and not spend the first 10 minutes looking at your phone, which I used to do this all the time, but I was like, you know what? That's, that's so right when they say just being reactive to seeing that, seeing text messages, seeing Instagrams, like people commenting something bad on your picture, which I'm grateful that doesn't happen anymore because uh, I just post, you know, really inspirational content. But uh, that makes you in a reactive state when you're not in control and you're worrying about what other people are doing before yourself. If you want to be successful in this life, you have to spend your 10 minutes every morning like what I do is I basically, I, I get up, I drink 20 ounces, at least 20 ounces of water. Everyone drink 20 ounces of water. This increases your metabolism right away just by drinking water by 16%. That like people don't even realize that it gets your, 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 your gut flushed out. You're burning more calories. Um, then I go and I make my coffee. I drink coffee. It's an organic one. Like, Oh, we can talk about that another time. Uh, so it's not some crappy coffee. That's going to mess you up. No Folgers for, for Jake. No Folgers, no Folgers. It's quality over quantity any day. And you're going to realize that as you, as you continue to grow in your business. Um, but doing self-affirmations. I thought this stuff was just woo-woo things for the longest time. But when you're grinding every single day, and sometimes you're alone, and you don't have any support systems, you don't have those people supporting you, or you just wake up, you're not the best, you need to train your state to be at 100% all the time. Because if not, you're going to be just in the average pack. What separates the great from the average are the ones that do these routines every day because even the most successful people, you know, the most, the most successful entrepreneurs, billionaires, whoever they are, they don't wake up every single day and like, yes, like I feel so amazing, like let's go. Like they wake up sore back, you know, headache, whatever the case is, they're, you know, they're not feeling good, but they know how to get themselves right every single morning so they can conquer the day. So self-affirmations help that. Uh, you know, saying it out loud to hear it, you're training your, you're like literally when you put a smile on your face, it's just, it's just scientifically true. You release endorphins and, and dopamine that makes you feel good. So if you're feeling bad, like literally laugh or put a smile as stupid as you look and as stupid as you sound, I will be honest, you sound stupid, but that's why no one's around when you do it. You change your whole state, right? And then, and then having a, a critical task list for the day. That's what I have here. I've been starting to do this. I learned this from Andy Frisilla, yep. who I'm listening to his podcast a lot five critical tasks every day before you start your day. So if you get those done, you will feel successful because what happens is when you start to get in a reactive state, you start to just start putting out fires. You're like, oh, I got to respond to this person. I got to go do homework. I got to go, you know, to practice. I got to go, uh, you know, do this, but you're not doing the things that are actually moving your success needle. When you do those things in the morning and then also routine at night, you're going to be able to see a lot more results in a quicker time. And you're actually getting above everyone else that's going through the muddy tracks that, most entrepreneurs go through. So that's my little tip on that. That was some massive value right there, man. A little bit of Tony Robbins, a little bit of Andy Frisell, a little bit of Ed Milet, all just like put together in this amazing package that you just shared with our listeners, man. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for you. Uh, where can our listeners go if they want to find out more about Jake Havron, what you're working on, how to follow up with you, all that good stuff? Yeah. So the easiest way is uh, Instagram, social media. It's at Jake Havron, J-A-K-E. H-A-V as in vitamin R-O-N. Um, but if you have Facebook too, Jake Havron, same thing. I keep it simple. That's where all the business happens. That's where all the transformations, posts, all that on there. So uh, honestly though, anyone that's listening to this, if you do you know, find me and search me, like, like send me a message. This is the last little thing I'll add is that no matter how big you get or whatnot or how small you started, stay connected with your fans and your followers because that's what builds real value. And if you send me a message asking for a question, I'll get back to you. I might not see right away if there's like, you know, a bunch of DMs, but I'm going to respond with like a video, voice message. So it's much more personal. Yep. And that's 
that brings real value to people. So don't ever forget, just because you might have a couple thousand followers or a lot, don't think that you're too big to respond to the little people. Because those little people are the ones that at the end of the day are going to be buying your services and are going to keep you doing what you're doing. So send me a message. I would love to be able to answer questions for you, inspire you, help you out, you know, all that stuff. Absolutely. Well, Jake, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Awesome, brother. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for everything that's the opportunities for all of us. Bada bing, bada boom. That is a wrap, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this last episode of Young Smart Money. If you did, you know what to do. Um, drop us a five-star review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. I literally run on reviews like they are the fuel that goes into my body and gets me jazzed up, fired up every single morning. So if you take the time, literally it's like five seconds to drop a review. If you're in the podcast app, literally just go to Young Smart Money, scroll all the way down past all the episodes at the very bottom. There'll be a section that says write a review. If you could drop me all of your thoughts, all of your questions, all your comments, all your concerns. I would love to read those. I read each and every one of them. Um, and I really do take them all to heart. So that would mean a ton if you could do that. Otherwise, um, if you guys are wondering how I make money on the show, because if you all notice, I don't put sponsors on the podcast. I don't believe in that. I don't want to waste your time listening to some ad about Squarespace or whatever they're promoting these days on the podcast. And I've been approached by plenty of sponsors, believe me, but they all get shown where the door is because that's not what I believe in. But I am still able to monetize this podcast, turn it into a consistent five figures per month of income. If you guys are wondering how I do that, um, I put together a free cheat sheet for y'all. It's a little bit more than a cheat sheet. It's kind of like an ebook. It's like 20 some pages long where I laid out the 16 methods that I use to monetize my podcast. So if you guys are interested in that, I'm um, getting completely free. Just head over to applecriter.com slash cheat sheet. That's applecriter.com slash cheat sheet. And you can download that completely for free. Cheat sheet is all one word. Uh, don't ask me to spell it though, because I will probably mess up. So guys, applecriter.com slash cheat sheet for the free cheat sheet. How I'm able to monetize my podcast consistently five figures per month off of that. Um, I really am passionate about podcasting and I want to teach y'all how to do it because I see these guys making videos on YouTube teaching you like the, the bare minimum, the basics, the stuff that nobody like needs to actually learn. Um, but it's, it's that advanced stuff. It's how to actually make money doing this without having to put sponsors on your show that I think is really, truly valuable. So that's why I wanted to share that with y'all. So guys, again, absolutely free to download. Link will also be in the show notes for this episode. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day, wherever it leads you. And I'm glad you decided to spend the last hour here with us on Young Smart Money.